Hello, I am Yoshida Paneri, and today on this podcast, I will be、um, reviewing Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. So, without further ado, let's get started. Sorry for my voice, I'm having a cough, so yeah. First, meet Percy Jackson. He is 12 years old, and he decides to tell us the story of his past year. On the first day of summer, just after his sixth grade year, Percy discovers that something is wrong with him. Or rather, something is right with him. He learns that he is a half blood, half human, half god. He is taken to Camp Half Blood in New York, a camp for kids just like him that is safe from monsters that like to attack half bloods. I really, really enjoyed this book, just saying.、Um, I will be. Going deep into spoilers now for this、um, book. So, if you haven't read it,、um, I would advise you to click away. But if you have, let's discuss. My favorite character in the series、um, would definitely be Annabeth. I really like Annabeth. She is awesome. And how she handles Percy, like, you're so stupid. You don't know that. I really, really like the way she handles Percy. Um, though it is annoying, you you can tell you can tell that Percy and Annabeth are gonna get together in the later books. It's it's fine, but yeah. Overall, I really enjoyed this book. I love the chapter titles; they are hilarious. And over this book in general is really funny. Like it's it's super duper funny. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna be reading a summary and pausing whenever I have thoughts about this book. And then at the end, I will rank. Uh, I will rate this book. Not rank. <laughs> I will rate it. Uh, out of ten. So without further ado, let's get started. At camp, Percy learns more information about himself. His father is Poseidon, god of the sea, brother to Zeus and Hades. So for starters. It was kind of obvious to me. I mean, it this book is aimed at younger readers, so I wouldn't say that. But it was pretty obvious that he was the son of Poseidon. I know it was supposed to be like, don don don, he's the son of Poseidon. But it was pretty obvious after he um blew up the toilet with that bully named Clarice. Um, but yeah, even before that, I really liked uh Mrs. Dodd's part that, you know, she's uh the substitute teacher, the substitute evil math teacher. And she、um, hates Percy, so she turns into a fury. A, a fury is a type of monster from ancient Greek myths. I'm not really well versed in ancient Greek myths.、So、I'm gonna say that, but、um, yeah. So he destroys her. Yeah, and it just ends up being like no one knows. No one even knew that Mrs. Dot existed. There's another teacher. I forgot her name, but yeah. So. <clears throat> I really like that scene where Percy blew up the toilet. <laughs> it to on Clarice's face. I just thought it was so funny. Like I just burst out laughing when I read that. Uh, and also that like the gods are so weird. I know I'm getting ahead right now, but the gods, they're like they have like different characters, unlike the Greek myths. I'm not really well versed. Again, I'm not really well versed in the Greek myths, but. I do know a little bit like the gods and whatnot, so having them be like these different characters,、um, based on Rick Riordan's imagination, was wonderful. So let's continue. 
When Zeus is masterful, the thing that allows him to create lightning whenever he wants is stolen. Poseidon is blamed for the theft. Zeus tells Poseidon that the master bolt must be returned to Mount Olympus by the summer solstice, or else he will declare war on Poseidon. Poseidon is miffed that his brother Zeus would even accuse him of such a thing, and that's where Percy comes in. A twelve-year-old boy who just figured out. Two days ago, that he's actually, you know, a, a half blood demigod. I don't know what to say. Like, is it a half blood or a demigod? I guess they use both terms in the books. But yeah, uh, that he's a tw- he's like sh- yeah Zeus. So when Poseidon claims, man, these these names are hard. When uh, Poseidon claims Percy, like, hey, this is my son. Zeus accuses Percy of stealing his master bolt. So that's pretty. Nah. But yeah, I still think like Zeus is kind of stupid to be the king of the gods. Like he shouldn't be the king of the gods. I'm just saying. Like we need a smarter person here. But anyways, Percy sets out on a quest to retrieve Zeus's masterbolt, which is believed to be in Hades' captivity in the underworld. Um, I really like Hades. I I don't. I think it's an unpopular opinion because you know Hades kind of jerk, but. Hades was just so much fun to me. Like, like Percy's. I, I know. Again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but Percy's just like calling him uncle and all that, and it's just super funny. <laughs> so yeah, helping Percy are Grover, his BFF, and Annabeth, that which I talked to you earlier, a smart demi goddess and daughter of Athena. So far, I I think Athena is probably my favorite goddess. Even though I don't think we met her in this book, but I mean she she seems like the most smart because she is the goddess of knowledge. But whatever, wisdom. Yeah, she's the goddess of wisdom. Um, but yeah, I think I think I would like Athena the best. But yeah, the three take a bus, a train, a truck, and a taxi cab to make their way across America from New York. To Los Angeles, where the gates to, of the underworld are located, they st- stop in St. Louis, Denver, and Las Vegas along the way. During their quest, they battle vicious monsters like Medusa. They find disaster on the observation deck of the Gateway Ark. They are tricked by the god of war Ares. They nearly lost their memories in an enchanted Vegas casino, and they're almost stretched to death. Okay, I'll. I'll like break this down. I really found that like a Medusa scene super fascinating because I had no idea that about Medusa. I only heard that she like she thought she was pretty and all that, but um having her be this such an important character and um Grover, Grover just be like, um I think that's my uncle Ferdinand like who I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure, but uh yeah and he. He's a statue. He went to search for Pan, just like Grover did. By the way, I love the fact that Grover went to search for Pan. I just think it's so sweet. <laughs> um, at the end of the book, and I love that it's like his goal and all that. Like, these characters are not just like what they're inside of um these books. Like they have their own motives, and I really like that. But yeah, Medusa and like her entire like eye like. Turning someone into a statue with their eyes, so cool. Just saying, um, yeah. And they um stop stop at the gateway arch, 
And that, to me, is also fun. Because, again, Annabeth, she has this, like, motive. She has this dream of becoming an architect. And she's so interested in this gateway arc um, that I didn't even know about. Because I'm not really well-versed in architect, apparently. Like, I, I'm not really well-versed in many things in this book. But, anyways. <clears throat> yeah. So, I really liked how these characters had different, like, motives and, like, their own um, destiny. Kind of. That that seems a bit far-fetched. But you get what I mean. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. Then, like, I didn't expect Ares to be, uh, the, the villain. I didn't, I didn't expect him to be the one who stole the lightning bolt. Um, I, I knew it wasn't Hades, because, you know, duh, he was the one who, well, I think, like, it's aimed at middle schoolers. So, it's it's a great book for middle schoolers, but I'm in I'm I'm going to go to high school soon, and it was pretty obvious to me that Ares, I mean Hades was not the um, was not didn't was didn't steal the the man I can't speak today I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, it was pretty obvious that Hades didn't steal the lightning bolt, but I wasn't expecting Ares to have stolen it. I I just never thought I just thought he was this cool dude who made Percy angry all the time, um, but I really liked how they um, go to that like they're, they're, they they um, they Ares feeds the the trio uh, hamburgers and then he's like do this task um, and like we see Annabeth's fear of spiders there and it's it's just super cool <laughs> in my opinion. I also really liked the um, the casino, the Lotus Casino in Las Vegas, like after Ares dropped them out there. That was so fascinating to me. I, I think it's going to come back in later books. It might be like the secret to why this casino exists or something because like it was just so open-ended and so fascinating that this casino is like trapping people inside and all that. I, I really, really enjoyed the Lotus Casino scene because... Like, he's like, what year? Because Percy's just like, what year is it? And they're like, 1993 or something. And it was, it was really weird. And I really like that. It's like so mysterious. And it like, you know, it leaves an open door for other books. Even though there is a cliffhanger at the end of this book that definitely leaves doors open. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm, I think the Lotus Casino might um come up again. And I hope it does. I hope we like know how this uh how this casino was built and maybe has like something to do with the gods and like they created this casino for said reason i i think i I think that would be really really cool i want to see that i hope i hope that happens in the later books anyways um after the vegas casino and they are stretched they are almost stretched to death which happens like all the time once in the underworld, Percy finds that Hades does not have Zeus's master bolt, and he is missing his own symbol of power, the Helm of Darkness. Hades accuses Percy of stealing both the master bolt and the Helm of Darkness for his father, Poseidon. He accuses Poseidon of being power-hungry. To make things worse, the master bolt magically appears in Percy's backpack while he's, he is talking to Hades. So, this scene kind of, like, got me. I, I didn't really understand it when I first did it. I was like what, what how um because like um we have we have uh Percy and like uh Luke 
I'm not going to talk about Luke right now, but Luke gives Percy these flying shoes for, like, reasons. <laughs> um, and he never wears them because phobia of Zeus. I like that. Phobia of Zeus. Okay. Uh, so he gives them to Grover, and Grover is pulled to the underworld using those shoes. Uh, and, like, Grover is the one who's pulled, and then, like, Percy just magically has the lightning bolt in his... I, don't, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked how like Hades um, accused him. And he's like, Poseidon's just stuck from both sides and both of their... And I also really liked how Hades um, didn't, you know, like do mayhem. Like, my home of darkness is missing like Zeus did about his master bolt. Like, it really um, sees how different all these char- these like two gods are. Which is why another reason I love Hades. He should be the king of the gods. <laughs> he really should actually like Zeus is a jerk um so far I don't I don't like Zeus I he might be better in the later books I haven't read them yet but so far I don't like Zeus I like Poseidon at the end sort of I wish he was more of a father to Percy than just like I, I wish you were never born that that sounded kind of weird but um yeah I think Hades should be the king of the gods I, I, that might be an unpopular opinion, but I really do. Okay, so, um, after escaping Hades' wrath, Percy, Annabeth, and Grover encounter Ares, the god of war on the Santa Monica beach. Like, this actually made, this scene was actually really relatable to me, because, uh, Santa Monica beach, I actually went there for vacation once, and it's a really nice beach, and having, like, Percy battle Ares there was so awesome. I love that. Okay, Percy questions Ares and discovers that Ares stole the Master Bolt and Helm of Darkness from the original thief, whose name we don't yet know. Ares has been tempted by the possibility of sparking one of the biggest wars of all time between the big three, Hades, Zeus, and Poseidon. Again, I I can't believe, like, it's kind of obvious. Uh, like, I it's not obvious. My bad. Like, What's his name? The centaur. The, the Chiron. Chiron. Like, he believes Hades stole uh, the Master Bolt. That's that's why Percy and Annabeth and Grover like, believe that. Um, so, I don't understand how he never thought of Ares as a component. Because, like, you know, all the gods, they pretty much hate each other. So, like, it could have also been Hades. Because, um... Hades. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Ares. Because, uh, you know... It could have um, profited both Ares and Hades. So, yeah. Um, I think he should have known that, just saying. I also, I didn't quite, um, I didn't like the the idea of, like, um, Percy leaving behind his mom. Because, like, throughout, even before, like, he didn't want to go to this quest to save Zeus's Master Bowl. He wanted to go there to save his mom, who was, like, kidnapped, I think, by um, Hades, but he thinks is dead and whatnot. But I just think, like, Percy should have rescued his mom. He should have, like, I feel like he would have been the type of person who would buy anything. Like, he would just leave his pearl behind and give it to his mom or something. Um, But anyways, that's not important. Um, (laughs) Percy and Ares battle... 
it out on the beach, and Percy wounds Ares, winning the Helm of Darkness. Ares curses Percy. Uh, again, kind of weird because you know Percy was just a, knows that he was a demigod for like what two weeks or something, and um, I think it's less than that. But anyways, he's only known that he's a demigod for two weeks, and he fights Ares, a god, and he wins ironic um but i did kind of like it because it shows that you don't have to be an all-powerful being to win it was pretty nice <laughs> but still kind of i didn't i didn't believe that okay anyways percy returns the helm of darkness to hades and takes a plane to new york city where he finds mount olympus on the 600th floor of the empire state building okay this is really really funny but i love how um Percy, he like takes a plane, uh, and he's like, yeah, if if Zeus like shoots me out of the sky, it's he's gonna like break his master bolt, so I have nothing to worry about. I just found that so funny for some reason. I really like that. <laughs> Percy meets Poseidon and Zeus for the first time, and tells them everything that he knows and suspects. He tells them that he believes Kronos, king of the Titans, who ruled in the age before the Greek gods, is getting ready to wage war on the Olympians, the Greek gods and goddesses. I really um, liked the meeting of Percy and, and his dad. Um, it really shows like what type of dad Poseidon is, because uh, he, he didn't smile, he didn't do anything. Like, the little first thing that Poseidon said to Percy was, I'm sorry you were born. So, that's, so it was kind of weird. <laughs> it was kind of actually funny to me. But um, I really liked the dynamic between Percy and Poseidon. Uh, and also, like, we got to see Zeus uh, and, like, what type of character he is. Which I know I, like, talked about Zeus a lot. But I just really liked him. He's He's a bit of a jerk. But I like him in that way, sort of. Like, I, I feel like he doesn't deserve to be the king of the gods. He Like, Poseidon or Hades would have been a much better match. Why Zeus? <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I really like the, like, little chat Poseidon and Percy have. It's just super sweet. Um, yeah. Percy has been having dreams about Kronos in which Kronos talks to him. Zeus doesn't want to hear it. Poseidon tells Percy that he is proud of him and that he must make a choice when he goes home to his mom's apartment in Queens, New York. Okay, I know I'm like getting ahead again, but man, is that like scene where um, per per um, Percy gives mom the, the, the cut-off head of Medusa. And um, she shows that to Gabe and turns Gabe into a statue. Like, I love it. I just feel like that's what Gabe deserves. But it's so dark, especially for, like, um, a middle grade book. This this gone, this gone has gotten dark, and I love it. I love how, like, open Rick Riordan was. Also, like, the entire ADHD and dyslexia thing, so awesome. I really like seeing... Like, in the point of view of a dyslexic person, because we see it through Percy's eyes and he's dyslexic and all that. It was awesome, because I didn't know a lot of things about dyslexia. I mean, I watched, like, a couple movies about it and I read some stuff. But I didn't know how what it felt like being dyslexic, and uh, Percy really, like, showed us, like, 
hey, like fancy red curving, curving, um, like if he was hard, it was hard for him to read. And then like, if the background is black and the letters are white, it's easier for him to read it and all that stuff. It was super cool. Um, now we're going to get to Luke's part. On the last day of camp, Percy is lured into the woods by his friend Luke. Luke confesses to Percy that he was the original thief of the Master Bolt and the Helm of Darkness. He tells Percy that he serves Kronos and that Kronos is planning to defeat the Olympians and get rid of them. Luke vanishes, leaving a deadly scorpion to sting Percy. Percy nearly dies from the scorpion bite, but is rescued by wood nymphs who take him to safety. Percy's teacher, Chiron, which I talked about earlier, nurses him back to health. Percy decides to go home and live with his mother for his seventh grade year. Luke. I want to talk about Luke uh, because I didn't do that yet, but I didn't expect Luke to be turned dark. I thought that he'd be like this older character um, who had like a tragic backstory, you know, like with the entire scar, like he has a scar and all that, everything. Um... I thought, like, Luke would be, uh, he would just be that, like, mentor, like, old friend type of person. I did never expected for him to be, like, the thief all along. But though it was kind of like, um, when, uh, Percy and Annabeth and Grover, they, like, send an iris message to Luke, like, telling them where they were and what was going on. Um, Luke is just like, did you wear the flying shoes and all that? And, like, then I was kind of like, okay, is that, what? Like, he was forcing it to him, so that was kind of, like, suspicious. But I never, like, suspected him of being a thief. Um, for whatever, I thought it was, uh, that other, Clarice. I thought it was Clarice for some reason. Um, but, yeah. Um... After now, I'm gonna talk a bit of the about the characters because I love the characters in this book. Like I said, like these characters are characters. They're not just here for the plot. Like um, I already mentioned, Annabeth. She, I love her wits and how she like always gets um, Percy and Grover out of trouble. And like Grover, he is um, so awesome. He's like this. He's like the Ron of the group. Okay, like he's funny, he's loyal, he's just awesome. And Percy being Percy is, I love his sarcasm. Like he's narrating. So like his sarcasm while he's narrating is so like, I, like I never, I always smiled. I always smiled while I was reading this book. So it was, it was really nice. Um, And also that Percy, no, not sorry, Annabeth, Annabeth, um, like goes back to his dad's and like and um uh, like she makes back up with her dad it's so awesome I love how she like like goes back to her dad's house and everything I just love that for Annabeth um and then I also really like Chiron because Chiron here's the thing about Chiron he's he's like that mentor like wise man who knows everything but at the first he was like Mr. Brunner and like you know he threw Percy that pen and stuff I just love his character. He's super fun and all that. One character um, I don't quite like, though, is probably the one of, um, what's her name? Uh, Clarice. Because she was just kind of odd to me. Um, She's like that one straightforward uh, 
that one straightforward bully at school, and she didn't really have any purpose uh, to, to like, hate Percy. And, in fact, like, I, I googled this, but Ares and, per- and Poseidon actually get along. Not in this book, but um, in Greek mythology, they actually get along well. So, like, I feel like Perse- Percy and Clarice should have been friends. Um, and I don't understand why, like, Clarice was just um, hating Percy on the first day. I understand why she hated him after he blew a toilet on her face. But before that, I didn't, I didn't quite get it. Like, why would she, why would she taunt him? Um... Like, she's a really one-sided character, and that was kind of annoying to me. But, yeah, I feel like this this is a really good book, but it's more like a childish book. Because I know it's a middle grade book, and um, I am, like, I'm in the last year of middle school right now. So, like, <laughs> it was still kind of childish to me. Um, it didn't quite get, like, it, it was, the sarcasm was great. I feel like if I read this book in, like, fifth, sixth grade, I would have liked it more than, um, I'm reading it now in eighth grade, uh, but nonetheless, this is a really, really good book. I thought it was super funny, super awesome. The world building is great, um, though at first, like, I didn't quite get, like, the great gods. It kind of took me a time to adopt because, like I said, I knew nothing about the Greek myths. So, like, um, Percy first being, like, to um, Mr. D, he's like, you're Dionysus and all that. And I was like, what was going on? Um, and it really took me, like, a couple chapters to finally, like, adjust to, like, all these gods because I had no idea what, what these gods were. So that was kind of, that was a bit icky. <laughs> icky, that, that's a weird way to describe it. But my final rating out of 10... I would give this book a 9.3. Yeah, really specific, but I would because this book is awesome. Like, 9.3 is really good, in my opinion. It's a really good book, but it does have its flaws, like every single story in the universe. So, yeah, I love the childness. Like, it, it got me back into my, like, elementary school times. Okay, like, it got me back into third grade. Um, so, yeah, I really I really like this book. It was a really, really fun read. And I will be reading The Sea of Monsters next week. So you can stay tuned to be... Um, you can stay tuned for that. I really appreciate you watching this... Listening, watching, well, listening to this podcast. And I will see you next week. Bye.